0: Is in session. This is the draft seminar rookie profile series hosted by Matt Hicks, the FF educator. And I am joined as always by John Lobb, the gridiron scholar. And this is the Jameson Williams rookie profile episode. John, Jameson Williams, the high end productive wide receiver out of Alabama without the injury, might be considered a top. Uh, one or two wide receiver option for most folks, and now it's a little bit more controversial. I'm excited
1: to jump into this rookie profile. I am also, my friend. And if it was one year ago, Jameson Williams was sitting on the Ohio State campus. Do you know he played spring football for the Buckeyes? And he has gone from Ohio State Buckeye to Alabama to most likely a first round pick in the NFL. And he caught my eye in Alabama's opening game of the year last year against Miami. And in the I believe it was the like the first five minutes of the third quarter, he caught a 94-yard touchdown catch from Bryce Young. And Matt, I immediately went on fan tracks. How, what is his ownership percentage in college fantasy football? And it was less than 10%. So he was in my waiver wire column. How did he get from there to here? In high school, he was a four-star recruit and the number two ranked process, prospect in Missouri by 24-7 sports. He even was selected for the Under Armour All-American game. And from 2019 to 2020, He was a aforementioned Buckeye, but he played behind these two players named Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, who were one year older, and he basically just, no, actually the same, I mean, what a recruiting class, but he could not get on the field with Wilson and Olave. In those two seasons in Columbus, he only had 15 catches for 266 yards and three touchdowns. Matt, I love the transfer portal. Can you imagine if this young man had stayed at Ohio State? He might not have even gotten on the field. So he goes to Alabama in the summer, and we were all fascinated. Who is going to get with Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell? We were all fascinated with the freshmen and the sophomores in Alabama and John Mechie. No mention of Jamison Williams. Well, what did the young man do? First team All-American, first team All-SEC, and SEC Co-Special Teams Player of the Year. Matt, he returned 10 kicks and took two of them to the house. That's a 20% touchdown rate. I'll take that. He registered 15 touchdowns on 79 receptions. He scored 19% of the time he caught a pass. He eclipsed 100 yards receiving seven times. Unbelievable season. He established a school record with four touchdowns beyond 70 yards, and he allowed seven scores from 30-plus yards. Just a simply incredible home run hitter. He's the 13th player to surpass 1,000 yards receiving in a season. How good was it? He was third all-time single season receiving yardage list with 1572 trailing over the ant trailing only the aforementioned Devonte Smith and then the Dallas Cowboys Amari Cooper Matt I really liked watching this man play football what does your film breakdown say
0: Yeah, really, really fast player, John. (laughs) We have to start there. Uh, You know, a lot of folks were saying, especially with how quick the track seemed at the Combine this year, that it is a, a complete shame that we didn't get to see Jameson Williams a run at the combine because he may have broken the all-time combine record that was a potential expectation <laughs> jamison williams comes from a family of track athletes john ran track Ooh. in high school he he's fast uh and when it comes to straight line acceleration he moves quick He navigates across the field well. It's not just straight line speed, but he is an absolute burner along the sidelines. He's a good route runner, John. Despite his speed, he plays under control. He's got a twitch element to his route running that allows him to create space even against SEC defensive backs. He separates well downfield thanks in large part to his speed. He runs a nice curl route, John, a good corner route as well, and he's comfortable running routes effectively over the middle. So again, sometimes you you get worried about these fast guys that they just play along the boundary and it's just like a huck and chuck and football situation. It's not like that with Jameson Williams. He can work over the middle of the field as well and he can work routes that that uh, require a good level of hit hip flexibility and a good level of being able to get through your routes. He's got really reliable hands, John, really consistent, good ball tracking ability, reacts well to off target passes. Now, Jameson Williams is not going to be your contested catch guy. You know, which could Contrast a little bit if you're picturing a prototypical boundary X-wide receiver, right? That's not what Jameson Williams is going to be. He struggles to hold on through contested catches. He doesn't quite have that level of vertical ability to go up and win those balls, but he still is a really well-rounded player, John. He's not just a fast guy, but he is a very fast guy. Let's dig into those numbers. Despite the small
1: profile, John, they're still looking pretty good. Oh, my God. They're super impressive, Matt. And when the Raiders drafted Henry Ruggs, they were hoping for Jamison Williams. (laughs) I have Jamison Williams graded higher than Ruggs. He's a better prospect than Ruggs. And I know you gave him like an 81.6. I like him even more. This is one player Matt and I disagree on, and that's all right. That's what makes this video series and why I respect Matt so much. I have him at a 90 I like Jamison Williams a lot because of what he offers, even when he's not catching the football. I mean, you have to deal with that speed all the time as a defense. 94 career receptions, Matt. Basically, he played one season. That's outstanding. And I think the one thing you notice right away is the speed, which you mentioned. But he's such a fluid runner. I mean, you can see the track background. He 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 learned so much as a runner in the high school and then with the family. You know, like it's just beautiful athleticism on the football field. And then he has these long arms and he just tracks the ball and catches it beautifully in stride. That's why he averaged. yards a pop. That's outstanding, everyone. 18 career touchdowns. And look, one season on Alabama's campus, 67% catch rate, 31% team aerial dominator. Matt, if he wasn't on Alabama, I don't know if the Crimson Tide makes it to the postseason he might have been the most important transfer of all the transfers last year because he became the Crimson Tides. I mean, obviously, Bryce Young won the Heisman, but I actually voted for Jamison Williams because I thought he made that offense click. And when he got injured against Georgia, the Crimson Tides stopped moving the football against the Bulldogs. Matt 60179, he's going to be the fifth Alabama receiver in three years to be drafted in the first round what's your fantasy football players know about Jamison Williams yeah John and before we dig
0: into it a little bit I just want to emphasize a point it's incredible that Jamison Williams can transfer to Alabama a school that is very very picky with their transfers yeah. and not only start right away right off the bat In you a, know in a, I mean remember Alabama recruits Whoever they want, right? <laughs> and so for Jamison Williams to be able to come in and step in and immediately be the guy in that offense and learn of and run a fairly diverse route tree right like he picked up that playbook quickly and so he's coming to an NFL team with a high football IQ as well right and it's encouraging for us to project production right off of the bat once he's back and healthy from injury the injury is key John if Jameson Williams hadn't suffered that late season injury he would have been riding the combine high right and I think he probably would have been locked into a top 10 to 15 NFL draft selection there's going to be some teams that are off of him because of the injury they're not going to want to wait till mid-season to get their rookie wide receiver on the field there's some teams that are going to be willing to wait so it'll be interesting to see where his NFL draft stock goes I currently have him day one late to day two mid the wide receiver class is just so good John that NFL teams could opt to go for other guys before Jamison Williams nonetheless I expect him to be productive once he's healthy once he's back on the field i've them projected in that weekly starter category right and so a guy who could be a low-end wide receiver two high-end wide receiver three a consistent fantasy football asset for your team over the next three to five years in terms of his adp projection there's enough folks out there john that like you have him even more uh have even more faith and excitement in jameson williams than i do So I think he's going to capture a late round one rookie ADP in your fantasy football super flex leagues, right? And so he's going to be a highly sought after wide receiver. And I'm going to get him where I can, John, especially if he ends up creeping over into the top of that second round there. I'd I'd be willing to trade up and go after Jameson Williams. I think it's un deniable here that he's a top 5 wide receiver in this draft class you could put him in a lot of you know you could you could shake up those five guys in any order you want and have a good argument But you have to consider Jamison Williams, even despite the injury and limited amount of college playtime, to be a top five wide receiver. And, John, I got to tell you, this podcast, it's a top one podcast when it comes to (laughs) analyzing this rookie class. All right. So make sure you're subscribed, whether you're watching or whether you're listening. We appreciate you checking out this episode.